almost an hour and a half. It was like an hour and twenty minutes. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what happens. So you gotta, you gotta go happens. where, you gotta go where you go, where the, yeah. where the data takes you, where the, where the investigations lie deep within the confines of my mind and everything. What the hell? Yeah, you, you know what it is. All right, nice. Everything nice, I do, I do it big. A nice soda. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to Insert Name Here. It's a podcast about nothing for nobody. If you take it seriously, you're redacted. Let's start the show. What's up? Hello, and welcome to Insert Name Here. It's a podcast about nothing for nobody. If you take it seriously, you're redacted. I'm your co-host, Doug Bennett. And I'm your other co-host, Seth Nacho. <clears throat> Bad boy extraordinaire. Yeah, we fucked up last week, so we gotta get it in at the top. Go to twitch.tv slash Seth underscore Nacho 411. Monday Night DVD. Hop in that chat. He will talk to you. It's a good time. <laughs> did we not mention that last week? We did not. <laughs> well, we said it like every other episode. It's fine. I was going to do some claps for us. <laughs> Woo! Let's get the show! Woo! You know, live studio audience in the mansion. Oh, I, should, <laughs> I should get a soundboard working for the show. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, uh... It's been a week, another week in the trenches out here. My bad boy self has been going about being a bad boy. Doing naughty things? Doing bad things. Damn. You know? You sure you're, you sure that it's going to sit well with God? <laughs> no, I mean like, you know, I'm a bad boy, you know? Yeah, God doesn't like bad boys. That's the, first, <laughs> that's the secret 11th commandment, thou shalt be a good boy. Why are you... Why are you bringing God into the equation at like uh, day one in the in the studio here? <laughs> it's far from day one. Um, <laughs> yeah, but you know the what I reason mean. I'm bringing God into the equation is because today He is risen, dude. Oh yeah, Happy Easter! I'll praise Yeshua. Okay, Son okay. of God. All right, well, Happy Easter to you too, I guess. Thank you, man. Yeah. I signed up for Babel. I'm taking Aramaic. <laughs> okay, nice. <laughs> <laughs> That'll come super in handy, bro. Very much. <laughs> so, so many people speak that language. I'm gonna go to Sumeria, get up on them tablets. I'm gonna hit on some Sumerian hoes. <laughs> Damn girl. You Shit, are you from Mesopotamia? Cause that crescent look fertile. <laughs> hey you you like the Tigris or the Euphrates, huh? <laughs> are you afraid of these nuts? <laughs> I hope no one's afraid of my nuts. <laughs> I mean, they're they're not that big. Uh, I don't think they would be afraid of your nuts so much as what they can do. True. Very fertile. This crescent is very fertile. Ounces, bro. Ounces. <laughs> <laughs> Already, we're talking about cum. Jesus Christ. Let's <laughs> reel it in. Uh, I was watching some clips from my stream earlier. Yeah? Because I was just looking at it. Because I clipped some stuff the other day and... Uh, 
<laughs> one of my old clips says, I like it's when I'm talking about a killer chasing me, and I'm like, I like it when you come. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, come chase me, but you know. Speaking of come, oh, uh, this actually leads into big news of the week. Really? It does. <laughs> I can't believe that. Yeah, well, yeah, you, you're gonna believe it. Okay. Um, so this is not only is it big news of the week, this also is gonna go into a long standing arc for the pod as uh, we uh, ascend it to be political pundits. Um, okay. This is part of the 2024 presidential election coverage. Former President Donald Trump, the J stands for Donald. Donald Donald. <laughs> Donald Donald Trump. <laughs> Donald Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. Uh, officially indicted on 34 counts of uh, something. Um, but what is something? It, yeah. You don't know what the something is. Yeah. Well, they're felony accounts, and um, essentially what it amounts to is they're saying that the hush money he paid to Stormy Daniels—that's where the cum comes in. Right. That's, okay. that's how it links together. Okay. Um, but essentially, the hush money, they're arguing that the hush money he spent and the NDA that he gave her um, in order to protect his public image because the payments came coincidingly with his 2016 run. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They're saying that that is a misallocation or inappropriate use of campaign expenditures. It violates some kind of campaign finance laws. Whatever. Um, yeah. Whether it'll stick or not. Um, most of the sources that I've gotten my news from on this say that they're pretty weak charges and they really probably won't amount to anything. Um, but that right. was interesting. Yeah, like, PACs and super PACs and all those laws that govern campaign finances are, like, really complex and weird. Well, see, the reason that my sources seem to think that it's not going to amount to anything is because it didn't come out of any money other than, like, his personal bank accounts. Right. Like, sure, he got his money people to move his personal money through certain channels to get it to Stormy Daniels, but it's not like it came out of some, like, slush fund for campaign financing. It didn't come from donations. Right. It wouldn't pay for... So, you know, then it's like, okay, so if spending your own money can be considered inappropriate use of campaign finances, then where does it stop? Like, you're out doing doing stump speeches and you had to buy a hairbrush... Yeah, you bought a you bought a Monster Energy at the gas station. That's inappropriate use of campaign funds, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's really either they decide to stick him for this, but then it sets an incredibly difficult precedent, which will completely fuck the game up for a lot of people. And these people don't want to stop playing the game, or it's just a dog and pony show to make to convince stupid people that there is some level of accountability anywhere in the government. Like, rats, we couldn't get him. God. Which, kind of the same story with his impeachment trials. Really kind of the same story with the January 6th trials. I mean, January 6th, um, in terms of the people that actually stormed the Capitol, there were more inside undercover, like, FBI, CIA agents fomenting rebellion than there were actually regular citizens there who thought they were going to stop the steal, so to speak. Same thing what? happened. What? Uh, big facts, dog. Same thing happened in Michigan. Uh, Governor Gretchen, Gretchen Whitmer. Um, I don't know if you remember that news story, but there was like 13 guys in a Proud Boy type group. I don't think they were associated with the Proud Boys. I think they were three percenters. But essentially, there was this group of like 13, 14 guys. They tried to storm the governor's house and kidnap her. Yeah. Turns out 12 of those guys were FBI undercover agents. And the two regular civilian guys 
didn't want to go that extreme and then kind of just got swept up by the peer pressure. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. So so we, so no no longer is the government satisfied with doing coups in like foreign countries. They're like, let's do it here now. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's do it here. Let's see how the FBI's like. Let's let's make it happen here. We're gonna do it. So yeah, a lot of crazy stuff just happening all the time on the governmental level. Um, but that's Republican side of the aisle for election connection. Yeah. Um, on the Democratic side, obviously everyone's expecting Joe to run again because pff, who wants Kamala? But no, but like generally speaking, uh, incumbents always run because they Typically. usually win. Typically. Incumbents usually win. Yeah. Um. Tell that to Grover Cleveland. <clears throat> well, tell it to Trump. <laughs> tell it to, who is it? George H.W. Bush. True. But um, on the Democratic side, obviously Biden's going to run again. Uh-huh. And um, there's been only two other people so far who have announced their intention to run for candidacy. Uh, Marianne in terms Le- of Republicans? No, in terms of Democrats. Oh, people are going to try to challenge Joe as the incumbent? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's usually doesn't happen. Well, look at what look at look at what he's how how well he's done. Well, it's sure, not, I understand it's, that. It's not it's not surprising that someone's going to want to step up and take over for old sleepy. Like I understand your what you're coming from, but like you understand where I'm coming from, right? Like usually, sure. In terms of political strategy, it's not particularly expedient to challenge an incumbent. Yeah, might as well just wait till the next election. But um, that's what people are telling DeSantis. Like, why are you trying to run against Trump? Anyway. So there's Marianne Williamson, which I don't know if you know who she is at all, but I want you to think of somebody... Is she white? Yeah. I want you to think of somebody who's like our parents' age, so kind of... Boomer. Mid-Gen X-y. Oh, not Boomer. Oh. My parents are Boomers. Okay. Well, they don't don't look it. I thought they were a little bit younger. So good good for them. Good good for them. (laughs) Yeah, so like mid to mid to late no mid to early Gen Xer because early would make them older. Wait, yeah. When is when is Boomer? Um, boomer would be like fifties through seventies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, they're Boomers. And then X would be seventies through nineties. Millennial nineties to the tens. Really? Yeah. I thought uh, Millennial stopped at ninety four, ninety five. Well, it gets really foggy with Millennial because there's the range that you're talking about. And then some people considered millennials everyone up until like December thirty first, nineteen ninety nine, and at the start of a new millennium would be the next generation. So they're called millennials because they were ushering in the new millennium. Okay. And then there's like I meet mean, some people who see it like I see it, where just like you know, nice twenty year chunks. Like you have a kid. As soon as that kid's about twenty, they're probably old enough to have a kid, whether or not they should. Kind of depends on you know what your bank account look like. But, I kind of, that makes sense. That's like, that's, that's pretty good knowledge. Like, yeah, because, you know, generally, once you're about 20, that's when the next generation of kids get born. So, it's all very fluid. Like, generational classification is ultimately a futile effort. Yeah, it really is. I don't really, it doesn't really make sense completely. But with this Marianne Williamson she So she's like, what, her 40s? Like 50s-ish. Yeah. But, um, I want you to think of somebody who, like, was inspired by the hippies and very much kind of like new agey peace and love woo woo like that woo woo shit yeah and then but not bernie level no 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 well bernie was never a fucking hippie 
Right, but he always had the his ideas are kind of hippie-ish. His ideas are that we should have a, a good a good right? public option for healthcare and fair wages, and maybe not be racist. That's like, <laughs> okay, that, that's yeah. it. That's just Bernie. That's Bernie Sanders. He's not as radical as everyone makes him out to be. He's not. <laughs> that's it. Damn, damn, bro. Bernie really got a bad rap, huh? <laughs> awful. Bernie dude. really got a bad rap. <laughs> I mean, the most radical idea he had was Wall Street traders. Uh, they trade, like, on algorithms and, like, super fast, like, micro-trades. No, it happens quick, yeah. And so his most radical idea was, like, maybe we could have a fraction of a penny from every trade. And at a fraction of a penny from every trade, given trade volume that happens, that would more than be enough to generate the entirety of the funding for a public option healthcare. <laughs> so really not that radical. <laughs> like, yeah, crazy. You, you can give away maybe like a half cent per trade. Maybe the Democrats <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Real bad. <laughs> they no, dude. Biden. It, it was her time. <laughs> no, I mean, they elected Biden too, though. Bernie ran then, didn't he? He tried. Not very hard, I think. He tried harder yeah, in 2016. 20, 20, 2016 kind of took the dog out of him a little bit. Yeah. Which, you know, he might have said we were sick and tired of hearing about the damn emails, but I've read them. I'm still pissed about the emails. Okay. Anyway. So, Marianne Williamson, like, not a bad chance in hell, but it's cool that she's trying. Yeah, okay. And then this week, who else announced that they were running for presidency other than Robert F. Kennedy? Now, do you know anything about this cat? Well, he sounds like he's part of the Kennedys. He is definitely a part of the Kennedy family. And that's, like, kind of its own little dynasty, kind of like the Clintons. Yeah. Which is weird, because, like... The Clintons only have, like, one generation of... <laughs> well, I don't know the super the most about it, but it was really more of the Rodhams. And, like, Bill kind of rode some coattails a little bit. And... Oh, because Hillary was a Rodham. Yeah. Okay. So, am I getting that right? No. It's... I'm thinking I'm right. Oh, uh, it right. doesn't matter. It doesn't <laughs> fucking matter. <laughs> We're comedy. This hey. is comedy. You guys have you guys laughing over there? <laughs> you know why Hillary didn't win? Cause the White House is in a kitchen. Hey! Oh my god! <laughs> <Comedy. laughs> we don't. We need someone who can drive. <laughs> okay, I don't know where I'm going with this. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Robert yeah. F. Kennedy. Trump right. gets indicted. That's funny. That's comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Okay, lib. Anyway. Um, but RFK is an interesting cat. You know, he has the cachet of being in the Kennedy family. Um, initially pushed really fucking hard uh, to try and get to the bottom of the uh, assassination of John. <clears throat> and that kind of fucked up a lot of the chances he had to be any kind of significant public figure. Uh, but he kept trucking along, and mostly what he's known for, to my understanding, and I had to do a little bit of research on this, because I thought he was just straight up an anti-vaxxer, because he has a really weird fucked up frog voice now, and he blames it on a vaccine injury. Wow. Okay. So that was my first exposure, the first time I ever heard about him, was, was like, oh, this guy's just anti-vax, because, you know, he had a lot of things to say about the coronavirus pandemic. But not even the corona vaccine. He's talking about, like... So you're talking about like any vaccine. That's what I thought. And then I looked into him a little more and his specific deal 
is he took issue with the fact that there was mercury in a lot of traditional vaccines. And it's that specific ingredient that he blamed on his vaccine injury as well as other people's vaccine injuries. Well, yeah, mercury is not good for you. So it's right, obviously. Yeah. But it's, so it's not even that he is anti-vax. It's just that he is, he's, he's pro safer, better vaccines. And, uh, okay. You know, he, he wants that to be a thing, but people here, I'm skeptical of what's currently going on with vaccines. And then they run with that and they're like, yeah, anti-vaxxer, he's redacted. And so it, it took a second to actually get to where this guy is. It's a is. solid position if that's, if that's true. Right. I don't know about this whole mercury business, but okay. I didn't really look into it. Yeah. <clears throat> I think it, some of the arguments for not having mercury in it is it does similar things to children that like exposure to thalamide or thalidomide in the womb would do, which it makes you birth defects or something. Yeah. Birth defects. We'll go with that. That's a much more compassionate and clinical way than. Are you trying to say that vaccines cause autism? Is that what's going on? Are we doing, are we doing the whole anti-vaxxer thing now? <laughs> I'll never tell. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think interesting that he would come back to this level of being able to run for president. Yeah. Because I, I don't see where he has a path personally, because a lot of people aren't going to take the time that I went and took to actually get to the bottom of his positions. They're going to let. CNN or whatever tell them what to think and that's the kind of narrative they're going to run with is like vaccines are bad he thinks vaccines bad which is par for the course with corporate quote unquote media yeah well no I can't it's not quote unquote media it's quote unquote news right it is media it is straight up media as one of the great philosophers of our generation once said uh, when you trust the television, what you get is what you got. Because when they own the information, they can bend it all they want. That's why we're waiting on the world to change. <laughs> what? Did you really? Did you really? Gravity! Oh, keeps on pulling me! <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, yeah, okay. That's interesting that people are going to run against Biden for the candidacy. When he's the incumbent. That's interesting to me. But uh, it doesn't sound like this RFK guy's got a lot of lot in his pocket to go against. I don't know about the other girl you said. Yeah. So far, it's kind of two non-starters. I hate to, I hate to like, bring up a, uh, a come town bit. Because it's not our bit. <laughs> but, uh... It was really funny. I was watching one about, uh, they were like, let's have a black woman president. Yeah. <laughs> so like, if you skip straight to black, black woman, woman, you'll never have, have a white woman, woman president. Because then the white woman president candidate would be like, we need a woman who's, who's what? What do you mean? We already had a woman. What do you mean? What do you, we just need a, uh, you know what I mean? We need one that's not like that. Like, what do you, what do you mean? <laughs> you know? So, yeah, we we could just totally skip over the white woman president. <laughs> That'd be so nice. I really... That would be a dark four years, brother. It might not even be four years. That might be enough to motivate another political assassination. Jesus. We're due for one this century. Yeah. 
Might maybe I guess it depends on how well we take care of ourselves if we can. There was like, there was like a thing for a while where it was like a certain number, of presidents would go by and there'd be an assassination. I can't remember where it started, but like Lincoln, and then Garfield, and then I don't remember who. Maybe uh, it was uh, McKinley. But McKinley got assassinated and Theodore Roosevelt came into power, and then I can't remember JFK and. And then what? Like, I think Reagan stopped it because he got shot at but didn't die. Yeah. That, have we talked about the Reagan attempt before on the show? <laughs> I don't remember. I think we might have. I don't remember, though. The Reagan assassination attempt is one of my favorite assassination attempts in all of history because it's so fucking funny. Yeah. So this guy... John, oh, because the guy... We did talk about this. How he liked Jodie Foster. Yeah. And, he, and Reagan liked Star Wars. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna make her love me. Oh, this is the guy, yeah. The yeah, the guy where they wanted Jody he thought if he killed Reagan, Jody Foster would like him. I don't understand how that correlates. The, 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 the man was insane. He he was he was bricked up for I'm pretty sure Jody Foster was a teenager at the time. But it was also the eighties, so it was still kind of okay to be that guy. Eighties was like that. Those movies those days, they're I mean, something. fuck's sake, have you examined what's going on in the movie Dirty Dancing? Like, if you don't think about it too hard, a pretty fun movie. Uh, but then you think about it, and you're like, 16-year-old girl and summer vacation with her parents at a resort um, falls in love with this guy who's, like, almost 30, like the dance instructor who, you know, every other summer he's just been, like, banging cougs. <laughs> Banging cougs. <laughs> he's probably banging the young ones, dude. And now he's like, but now this summer he was like, you know what? I've been going 10 years up. I'm getting up there in my years. Time to go 10 years now. <laughs> God damn. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, try and join that movie again. What an interesting commentary on Dirty Dancing. <laughs> I was thinking more like, uh, was it Bad Science and... Weird the science. Avenger the yeah, weird science of Avenger the Nerds, Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, like those movies are fucked up. In one of the Revenge of the Nerds, one of the plot points that like they basically set up a date rape. Probably. They do a <laughs> panty raid, I'm pretty sure. Like it's just, it's a little fucked up. You know what they say? Bullies will be boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was a great delivery. That, was a, that goes back to what I was talking about forever ago about misogynistic nerds. It's like how it's okay in our culture or society like to be this whatever. It's like the Big Bang Theory. But uh, anyway. But yeah, I'm sorry. I don't want to distract you from your news. No, that's okay. But just... boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. That was really good. I enjoyed that. That first take was really good. Thank you. Yeah. So that covers... I guess, like, election news. Uh, we got a former president about to set precedents. Um, and we got some shakeups happening on the Democratic side. Uh, stay tuned to uh, INH Studios for all of your presidential election coverage needs. Once a week, we'll cover it in, like, broad strokes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about it vaguely. <laughs> and, you know, we'll be, like, late to the party on all the news. Yeah, but we'll have it. God damn it! <laughs> you don't need to try too hard. It doesn't really matter. Uh, the game is just kind of played. It's bread and circuses. It's modern bread and circuses. Yeah, it's bread and butter, guys. Yeah, whatever's gonna happen, you don't have any control over. Your vote doesn't matter. 
Yikes. <laughs> when all these people tell you to go vote. I'm like, go vote. Doesn't matter who you vote for, go vote. All voting does is get you uh, on the in the lottery pool for jury duty. True. So. True. You know what? You don't have time for that. They're not going to properly compensate you for hours missed at work or at home. They give you some, but not, yeah. Not properly. But as long as we're kind of on the, we're still next to the tangent of movies. I was cracking myself up this weekend, um, reimagining a character. Reimagining a character from a movie. Yeah. So dazed and confused. Right. So the new angle on it, uh, we're going to really stress the confused aspect. And so the main characters are going to be questioning their sexuality the whole time. Okay. But that wasn't what was making me laugh. That was just the framework I had to put up around uh, the, um, the specific thing I was chuckling at. So <clears throat> the new actor, you know there's that creep bully type character played by Matthew McConaughey. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to get his brother, Matthew McConaughey, uh, <laughs> to play a really big guy. Who is like a, a he has a feeder fetish. <laughs> what is that? What? And we're gonna change his a feeder fetish. Like he likes to be fed and while, he likes to while, feed. Okay, while having sex? No, that is sexual gratification from the act of overeating and become a bloated piece of fucking shit. Are you not familiar with this? You get you, so if you eat or feed someone you, you get sexual gratification out of that? Yeah, there's a little bit of power dynamic to it. Um, usually there's a feeder, the person who's stuffing, the feedee, uh, the person who's eating. overeating and gaining yeah. all of the weight. You really have never heard about that? I have not. That wild, dude. I have heard of like some dudes, like a fetish where like, you're having sex, but the girl like feeds you cereal or cake or something during the sex. <laughs> I mean, that's adjacent. That sounds more like food play rather than a feeding fetish. Yeah. But... I digress. So, yeah, we're taking Matthew McConaughey's character. And making him a feeder? But we're renaming the actor Matthew McConaughey. And he has a feeder fetish, and that's what he's confused about. <clears throat> but we're changing his iconic line. Um, the main food that he's obsessed with is fried chicken. And he's going to go, That's what I like about fried chicken. I gain all this weight, and it still tastes the same. All white, all white, all white. Because he likes white meat? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. What the hell is wrong with you? Where did you conceive this idea? (laughs) All this soda pop, dude. It's got me wired. I'm on fire. Fried chicken is what I like about fried chicken, man. I gain all this weight, and it still tastes tastes the the same. same. All white, all white, all white. Jesus Christ. Go home, bro. Go home, Doug. It's time for you to go home. That was too much. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, speaking of movies, by the way, uh, we still have to go see some movies, apparently, right? Because you said you were going to go see them with me, and we haven't yet. Right. Such as the D&D movie. And now the Mario movie's out. Let's go. And I just wanted to mention about the Mario movie. I haven't seen it yet. But did you... Did you... Did you miss that? Let's go. No, I didn't. I didn't miss. I didn't miss it. No. <laughs> you should have said, "Mamma mia!" <laughs> uh, they were talking about the critics hated the movie. Right. It and, wasn't for critics. Yeah, but like the they hated the movie, and they were se- talking about one of the big critics uh, critiques is that 
the plot sucks. It's like, what the fuck? It's a fucking Mario movie, you know? Yeah, like, it's the, from what I understand. Mario, have you played a Mario game? It's the plot of every Mario game. You have to go rescue somebody from Bowser. And you jump. <laughs> and you, and you, and you, Whoa! and you run, and you, and you, and you, and you stomp on a Goomba. I mean, I don't know. Eat a mushroom. Like, what is... I think the only thing that's going to upset me is if uh-huh. Yoshi is not in the movie. I'm pretty sure Yoshi's in the movie. He's voiced by somebody. Cool. That's perfect. Donkey Kong's in the movie. <laughs> no, Seth Rogen is in the movie. Yeah, Seth Rogen is in the movie. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just thought it was like, I was like, what the fuck? Like, why are critics bashing on this movie so bad? I don't get it, man. But I really think it's because it is like... Sh- Straight up just for fans of the IP. Because they're, like, I mean, like we already said, not a whole lot you can do with a Mario movie unless you stray very far away from the IP. I mean, for fuck's sake, the live-action Super Mario featuring Bob Hoskins from, like, the 80s or yeah, early 90s one. or whatever. Yeah. Fun movie. Fun. It's fun. It's not a work of art. No, it's not. Yeah, that's a, the problem that I have with a lot of movies. Is, is that the one with the Mario dance? Yeah. Come on, let's do the Mario. <laughs> well, I don't think it's the same guy, but I think the Mario dance was from the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Okay. It was like the end credits to every episode. Swing your arms from side to side. Come on, let's go. Come let's on, do, do the, the Mario. Mario. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Take one step, and then again. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, let's do the Mario. (laughs) This show fucking rules. (laughs) Yeah, that that old movie's like trash. I mean, video game movies have always had a trouble of being bad. And even now, they're still not great. But this new Mario movie, I bet, is pretty good. We need to go see it. Yeah. Also, I want to pause real quick. People were saying the CGI was bad. That was a critique. Like, what? People are just tired of CGI, I think. is it, it can't really get that much better from here. So if it looks the same as um, I mean, the fucking Minions movie that came out in 2019, like, if it, so what? There's diminishing it, returns on the, how fast technology can improve. If it looks like the game, what's the problem? Right. But Daniel, I do want to... <clears throat> yeah. And this is something that, like, really irks me. Like, calling stuff bad or good when that's not really, like, the point of stuff. Like, I prefer to evaluate things on, like, a scale of, like, what is the goal that this thing is trying to accomplish? Like, mm-hmm. like Dune Part 1, what came out recently featuring Timothy Chalamet and Zendaya. Right. Now, is it good or bad? Like, I mean, visually beautiful, well-acted... Um, but, but does it accomplish its goal of telling this like space the, the space opera story like of high drama, which it does? If it didn't accomplish its goal, that's when it would be bad. So like the super, the Mario movie that just came out, does it accomplish its goal of using the IP in a fun way that the fans can appreciate? Willing to bet it fucking does. Right. Is it a work of art that says something important about society? No. no. Why would it? It's v- Mario. V- but that doesn't make it bad. I mean, it talks about the Mushroom Kingdom Society, probably. <laughs> <laughs> 1% of the toadstools own 
of the power-ups. <laughs> <laughs> There's not enough one-up mushrooms left in the kingdom. No, the, uh... No, like, the old lore, though, of Mario is pretty crazy. Like, uh... Like, the bricks that Mario breaks are supposedly, like, dead mo- toads or whatever. You heard of, You remember this? No. It's like the original Mario. It was, like, a thing in the oh, book or oh, something. Oh, wow. And then, like, also, Mario is, like, a cutting-edge game. And Super Mario 2 had the first trans character. Birdo. Birdo. Birdo was a guy that wanted to be called Birdette. The classic O at suffix difference. I'm just saying, though, I mean, you know, Mario's made strides. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Why was Peach always in another castle? Because well, she was always breaking out of the castle that you just were in. Oh, okay. I was about to say, like, where are you going with this? I don't know. No, she never needed to be rescued the whole Sorry, time. Sorry, Mario! The Peach is in another castle! <laughs> oh, mamma mia! Looks like it's another dry bones. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining an AU <coughs> where Mario gets fed up of going to another castle. And he just, like, pulls out a dress and throws it at Toad. And it's like, well, you go a change of them. I remember, <laughs> Fuck this. I, I remember I saw, like, a video about that where it, went, it was like, Peach is always in another castle. And it was Bowsette. Like, telling him, he's like, oh, she, she's like, I'll always be here for you, Mario. <laughs> and it's like... Dude, you're Bowser. I can't. I can't do that. That specific was that ever like a function in the games, like a crown that turned you into? Yeah, that, it was a thing with uh, Toad or something becoming Toadette or something. I can't remember exactly. It was in like one of the Super Mario Funland or something. Yeah, all I'm gonna say about that is like one of the horniest fucking things to ever happen to the goddamn internet. Really, it really was. Severely. Like, it was Bowser, Boo, and the Chain Chomp. They all became females. (laughs) It was like, oh, 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 I haven't seen the Chain Chomp one. You haven't? I saw, like, some cosplays of it on TikTok a long time ago. It's kind of fallen out of popularity. Oh, okay. Chomp at it. Yeah. I could fuck with that. Honestly, that's probably my favorite of the three. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm a little bit like Rihanna in that regard. Chains and whips excite me. (laughs) Oh, baby, come on, (laughs) come on. I might be bad, but I'm perfectly good at it. (laughs) Yeah, nice. (laughs) Good for you. (laughs) Chains and whips, baby. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Oh, sorry. Yeshua Christ. <laughs> Yeshua Christ. It is his day. It's his day today. Uh-huh. Cool. It's really fucking cool that he gets to have two birthdays. What? You can't really say that this is a birthday. Sure you can. Like a, re- like a zombie day. Resurrection day. He returned to life, dude. He didn't return to unlife. He's not an undead. You say he's returned to like like he came out of the womb, of heaven, well, back to earth. No, the the womb is the cave, the sepulcher. Oh, I see. Yeah, that was a big word for you. I'm really proud of you that you pronounced it like that. <laughs> That's how you pronounce it. <laughs> yeah, let me hear it again. Sepulcher. <laughs> it's a big word for you, bro. I'm just proud of you. 
You know, your vocabulary is really coming along. <laughs> I have always had a stellar vocabulary. You got some great dick shin. That's what your boyfriend told me. Well, actually, for Lent, I'm going through dick shun. I gave up cock for 40 days. Yeah, well, guess what? It's over now. Lent's <laughs> over. The party's back on, brother. Yeah, party's back on! <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> Jesus was resurrected, and I'm erected. Let's go! <laughs> But yeah, like the whole... Um, that was so fucked up what I just said. <laughs> I want to apologize to, my, to the Christian insertionists. Uh, he does not apologize because if he did apologize, he'd be serious and that would yep. get redacted. Yeah, and you're redacted. See, there you go. Perfect. Sorry, the legal team had to come in there and uh, do a quickly spoken disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, thank God the board scripted that part. <laughs> For my sake. These meetings have been getting more and more complicated. They really have. They're really convoluted at this point. That Zoom call we have on Thursdays now, kind of rough. Yeah. I wish we could just keep it to the one board meeting a week. Or, at the very minimum, like, most of the time those Zooms could be emails. A lot of them could be. So, I'm sure things will change once we get into our corporate real estate. Uh-huh. Um, the deal's got to close, and I have uh, I've put several of my organs up as collateral. So, nice. we need to start making money, guys. I need you to share this podcast with all your friends. <laughs> yeah, half your liver is going to go. It's okay. It grows back. <laughs> yeah, it better. But that liver's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I don't want it to get to that point because both of my kidneys are up, and I don't want to have to be permanently stuck to a dialysis machine. Right. I like peeing too much. Love peeing. <laughs> okay. I'm a big fan of taking a piss. Uh... Uh, another thing I saw recently, uh, kind of newsworthy, was uh, there was a lawsuit by Monster. So Monster Energy was suing a video game called like In Deception or something, Monsters and Mortals. They were suing them for using the word monster in their title. And also they couldn't use it on a green and black background. And they couldn't have like a slash claw marks or something. And their logos. Yeah. That's the article right there. Yeah. <clears throat> this is coming to you courtesy of an article by Ashley Bardhan, uh, written for Kotaku. It's titled, Monster Energy Keeps Pushing Devs to Change Their Game Titles. The Coca-Cola-owned company says games that use the word monster look too similar to its brand. Yeah, you don't need to keep going, but the idea basically is that like these big corporations, like trademark... Like, the word monster, and you can't use it in your thing, you know? Um, but uh, what I thought was funny is it reminded me a lot of back in the day. Do you remember the Fine Bros? And they tried to trademark the word react. So if you put, like, <laughs> react in your title, you couldn't use it. Like, that was just, that was absolutely hilarious to me. So, like, it kind of feels like that to me. Yeah, it's just far too generic. Yeah. But even then, it's just like, it's just ridiculous. Like, you can't use the word monster. Like, video games talk about monsters all the time. There's tons of games with monsters in the title. One that I had seen, because I didn't know about, like, they're going after this small indie dev. Yeah, Um, Ubisoft had to change their title or something. The one that I saw was that they had attempted to lodge a lawsuit against Pokemon because Pocket Monsters... So, obviously, that doesn't have any legs. Um, Honestly, kind of sad for this indie dev, because 
um, per the uh, article, one of the quotes in there was like, we're trying to file an injunction to get this halted before Monster is able to drain our resources in court. Because, you know, small company, yeah. you don't even have to win. You just have to prolong it so much that they run out of money having to fight a lawsuit. Right. And um, like, Although I will say, I'm looking at this logo and... It's enough to make me think of Monster without making me think that they're ripping off the energy drink. So, um, there was like a commentary from a person I was watching this about that was they were saying like there's probably someone involved from like the energy drink Monster involved with someone on the indie team that they're like I'm trying to fuck them over or something <laughs> like I don't know like it just seems kind of targeted like that, right. Yeah, there's no end to all the foolishness that be happening. There's a lot of foolishness that be happening in the world. There really do be a lot of a lot of foolishness going on in the in the realm of reality. So these young bloods, they get it in their head that they're the big man, but it's foolishness. <laughs> really, you gotta count your blessings. You know, it's Easter. It's time to count your blessings. One blessing, two blessings, three blessings. Can I get a four blessing? Four blessings. <laughs> Amen, brother. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing with this bit. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought I'd take foolishness for a walk there, and that's kind of where we ended up. That's great. All these young bloods out here <laughs> thinking they ain't foolish, but they foolish as hell. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Intrigued by the uh, that fourth topic you have there. Okay. Can we talk about that? Sure. So when it happened, I didn't feel much like talking about it. And then as more info kind of came across my bow, I'm like, God damn. Speaking of foolishness, this is textbook level foolishness. So there was that shooting in Nashville, that school shooting. Um, when was this? I guess like two, three weeks ago at this point. Okay, I think I remember this. Yeah. I think you had tried to talk... I think it had happened the week that we last had Tony on. So that would be two weeks back now. Okay, I did not talk about this. I don't think I heard about this then. What is this? What happened? Yeah, so anyway, there was a school shooting in Nashville. See, I thought we were over school shootings. I like not a lot have happened recently. Well, there was nothing interesting to talk about until I learned more about this one. Okay. So, <clears throat> a transgender individual... Shot up a school, got like three people injured some more, uh-huh. but um, so honestly, not even close to. Really, I like to talk about high scores. Shouts out Stephen Paddock. Wasn't a school, but you got him. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, anyway. So like, there was all this hubbub over the fact that it was a transgender individual. No one could figure out how to gender them in the news coverage of this. Like, everyone switching back between he and she, yada, yada, yada. I think... Let's, in, be, let's be correct on the gender of the shooter, please. Can that's we, obviously mm-hmm. the most important thing. Yeah, right? can, we, can we please make sure that we're gendering them correctly? <laughs> but I think how it shook out is it was a... Let's, F- make, let's make that the focus, not the... Yeah, yeah anyway. FTM. Yeah. So... So... But they, they initially reported he... Then someone got confused and everyone started reporting with she, her pronouns. Because I'm they, not going to lie. When you think of transgender, you usually think of ma- male to female. 
Certainly, and that's going to dovetail really great into my topic after this. Yeah, but you know what I mean, though, right? Yeah. Like, usually, because, no offense, that's but the, men get the spotlight. Well, yeah. We do everything better. Yeah. Even, I heard even recently that Caitlyn Jenner said that uh, it's gone too far. Wait, this is really going to play into my next topic. Okay, go ahead. So we're going to get through with this. Sure, sure, sure. But, um... Misgendering and... Yeah, eventually they got all back to the place where, like, oh... He. Okay. So they figured all that out. But that was, like, most of the coverage for some reason initially. Not, like, what motivated the shooter. How did they get access to this weaponry. All this stuff. Which, spoiler alert, anytime it comes to a shooting like this, it's always an irresponsible gun owner leaving their gun unsecured so that bad actors can have access to it. And the solution isn't getting rid of guns. The solution is gun education and holding the people who leave their guns unsecured accountable. Sure, it's bad what shooters do. Shooters should be held accountable as well. Sure. But if you let your gun get wandered off and then a crime happens with it, I think you're, That's e- your fault. you're equally responsible. Because they have that. like They can track the serial number and know whose gun it was. So I think you're equally responsible. And whatever charges are laid on the shooter, you should have those charges laid on you as well. I think that's pretty good incentive to <laughs> follow proper fucking gun safety. Okay. Anyway, I digress. So, it was all this bullshit instead of anything about the actual shooting itself. Like, who fucking cares as an individual who committed one of the most heinous crimes you can possibly commit? But it's all turned into political theater. There was a discourse around gender, gender ideology. A lot of people were trying to use it and be like, look, see, aren't all trans people fucking crazy? One of them shot up a school, which is a false equivalency, obviously. Right, right, for sure. But then there was even more drama in the Tennessee State House where this one state representative was trying to turn this into like a civil rights era level political statement. He gave some kind of wacky speech in the state Senate. Oh my God. And he was kind of missing the point and making everything unproductive. So the state house held him in contempt <laughs> and eventually had him. Sounds re- like a shitty filibuster. Yeah. Eventually had him removed. And then so he went out protesting and, like, really was just clout chasing. Sure. But this has led to even more redacted opinions, even more... Every time gun discourse happens, it gets stupider and stupider. Yes. And one of the stupidest things I saw about this is the New Jersey Attorney General wants to end private ownership of guns over this incident. Like, you can't do that. Unless we go ahead and we ratify the Constitution and fundamentally alter the Bill of Rights, right. the only thing that makes America America, all the components of the Bill of Rights. I'm not saying that just owning guns is what makes us American. No other nation on the planet has as rigorous and respected and as vital a document as the Constitution, but specifically the Bill of Rights. If you change any of that... Crazy that it had to be amendments, by the way. Right. Uh, what's his name James Madison like realized when he after they wrote it that he was like oh shit I need to add this well it's like it's like winning an argument in the shower you know sometimes you can't think of it in the moment (laughs) yeah okay (laughs) so they had to add the first ten amendments to be like this is important yeah I mean and I think it's it's so irresponsible to even entertain the idea of getting rid of anything that is in the bill of rights because in, in there you have, like... A lot the, of it has to do with, like, justice system. Yeah. Like, having an attorney. Uh, having the right to be remain silent. 
you know, having a swift and uh, due process. Yeah, illegal search and seizure. Yeah. No, no keeping soldiers in your house, apparently. <laughs> no soldier slumber parties. <laughs> <laughs> you know, having freedom of speech. Huge. Yeah. So, but yeah, it just gets... Separating church and state. Yeah. It just gets worse and worse every time, and I think at this point we all just need to be like... Oh, yeah, that... Oh, well, no, I don't want to go on that tangent yet. Maybe I'll talk about it later. Yeah, I think Because you're, you're still getting somewhere. Yeah. I think at this point we all just kind of need to accept things for what they are. Uh-huh. And, you know, I, I do think... I, th- I, do, I think the solution to a lot of these gun crimes is... I think maybe people need to realize there's wisdom in this stuff that doesn't need to be changed. Yeah. But I do believe... I do believe... Um, that the solution to a lot of these gun crimes is like punishing the gun owner, the yeah. irresponsible gun owner. Yeah, because if you have that sort of Damocles hanging over your head, like, and it's on you to make sure that you don't go to jail for a crime that somebody else commits with your gun, I bet you you're gonna see a lot more guns in safes and properly stowed. And because I mean, yeah, fucking Sandy Hook, Adam Lanza didn't buy that gun. He, his mom would leave it in her dresser drawer on her bedside. So he's like, fuck it, I know where it is. I can go do this crime. Right. Adam Lanza being the Sandy Hook shooter. Right. But um, for any of the uninitiated insertionists out there. Yeah, Doug really enjoys knowing the names of shooters. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so very true. Uh, gun owners should be held responsible for what their guns do. Yeah. But to backtrack a little bit, and uh, link in to another topic. <clears throat> this is trans-related. Oh, okay. So we talked about that shooting just to get into a trans topic. Well, it came up, and I had it on my list anyway. So here we go. Oh, did you really? Okay. Yeah. Was there any funny riffs you want to make about the shooting? <laughs> um, It's funny to me that the media focused on the actual trans nature of the person rather than the shooting, it seems like. That's funny, in the fact that they're stupid. Yeah. Why does that matter? We're talking about a shooting. Well, it's like, this, this is not a funny answer, it's a real answer. Um, it, it, if you take it seriously, you're redacted. It, it plays equally to both sides to take the trans aspect seriously. Because, like in some kind of twisted, fucked up way, uh, like the liberal side or what we would say is typically a democratic position now is trans rights and, you know, trans people are people. Right, Democrat is the party of the... Democratic party is the party of the people. <clears throat> so wink, may, wink. Yeah. <laughs> Which people? The lizard people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, <clears throat> to enforce the proper use of pronouns to make sure that you get the gendering right, like... Right, be politically correct. Yeah, so the the political correctness plays to the side that actively supports that. And then it plays into conservative narratives as well, um, where you're like, see, didn't we tell you that they're all mentally ill? It didn't, transitioning didn't fix this man's problems. He still fucked up in the head. Uh, so if he was fucked up in the head, <laughs> enough, shut up. Oh, be quiet. I felt that one coming on, dude. I felt it. I was like, how oh, rude. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> You say bless you? It's fucking Easter. No, that's the new thing I'm trying out because I say bless you to things like burps and farts. And so I'm like, well, if I'm flipping the script, I got to flip the other script too. So now when people sneeze, I tell them to shut the fuck up. Jesus. 
Anyway, I digress. You're backwards. But you see what I'm saying. Like, uh-huh. It benefits both sides to play up the trans angle um, because it panders to their base. Right. For sure. In terms of uh, pol- politicalness, I'm thinking, I'm thinking outside of the political sphere. I'm thinking we should focus on how to stop this kind of stuff in general from a right. non-biased, non-partisan. Uh, Isn't that crazy? What a crazy viewpoint. <laughs> what the fuck? Who thinks not, like that? I'm not sure I understand. <laughs> yeah, what? Wait, wait, who am I supposed to get mad at? Yeah. Wait, am I not supposed to blame someone? <laughs> I, I need a bad guy to care. I want to be Harry Potter and I want to go fight Voldemort. <laughs> Resist. Weird that you went for the the trans. <laughs> what, That's how we make this funny. The what the what's Jacob Rowling's a what now? What she called? I can't remember. Turf. We talked about that turf. Yeah, you went for that angle. <laughs> so you are Republican. <laughs> no, I'm making fun of resistance libs from 2017. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Do your next topic about trans. Yeah. So. Um, and then remind this, me, what the fuck was I going to talk about earlier? Fuck. It'll come back. I sure hope so. But, <clears throat> so conservatives got up in a tizzy over some trans shit um, last weekend, and then there was like fallout all week, which is why it's still relevant. Uh-huh. Um, but there's this transgender influencer, Dylan Mulvaney, okay. and apparently she's a brand ambassador for Bud Light now. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. It's fucking really. See, I was talking about. I thought you were gonna talk about your talk about Hunter Biden. Oh, we will. We're we're gonna get there. But um. But yeah, I know about the the trans is man. Trans, trans woman. woman. Yeah. Trans woman. Yeah, the can looks fucking awful. It does not look good. Ugh, it's ridiculous. But it caused a huge tizzy. Lots of guys posting pictures of them, like, shooting their already bought cans of No, no, Bud. that's the funniest part. I heard about, uh, what's his name? Kid Rock. Yeah. Shooting his Bud Light cans. Just furious over something that really kind of doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, it really doesn't. But my, like, it was just... Like, I don't even like Bud Light. It's, Bud, Bud Light's pretty good. I, I enjoy Coors Light. Or Miller Light. Coors is also pretty good. Miller Lite I never got into. But, like, I don't like Bud Light. Like, it's not that good to me. It's so, like, so, like, the, the like, I'm not going to drink it anyway. But why are you going to get upset just because they put a, a person on it? Well, to quote Kid Rock, Because nobody's going to tell me how to live. <laughs> okay. But They're not telling him to become trans. They're not. Yeah. Like, it, it's just... There's not too much to talk about here. Is that the is that the end goal? Do they want us all to be trans so that we can't have kids anymore? Well, a lot of the... Cons- they want declining birth rates? Yeah, that's what I was going to say is, uh, depending on who you ask, a lot of this trans shit is being propagandized and pushed as an agenda uh, to further Bill Gates' goal of depopulating the world. Because if everyone becomes trans, you're not going to have working genitals. Well, if everyone is trans, then no one is trans. Facts. <laughs> but also you won't no one will have working genitals it's basically the plot of attack on titan <laughs> fuck <laughs> we're gonna make everyone unable to have kids i'm not gonna live in the pod yeah i'm not gonna eat the bugs hell no 
And Italy banned bug, bug stuff from their pasta and pizza dough. That's good. That is a good thing. Yeah. But yeah, uh, that's funny, though. And, and it bears repeating. 1776 will commence again if you try to take our firearms. Yeah, uh... <laughs> I cannot I cannot imagine everyone becomes trans. <laughs> That'd be quite a world to live in. If you trans, uh, what what um? You would see a man and be like, "That's a woman," and you'd be like, "You see a woman, you'd be like, that's a man." Yeah, everyone would be like that. But uh, okay, I there'd wanna... be no more confusion. Hey, let's play in this space. Uh-huh. If if you trans, if if someone came up to you and said you have to trans, um, what all would you? What all would you do with your body? What what changes would you make? What do you mean? Well, like, how far would you go with your transing? You have to do at least enough that we can tell you're trans. Yeah, I would have to go all the way, you know? Okay, but, like, what are we talking here? Hormones? I mean, like, outwardly appearance. Like, what what would you want to look like as a, as, oh, like a, a la- as a lady? Like a dress, you mean? Like, would I wear female clothes? No, I'm saying, like... Would you buy fake titties, or would you just you, let the hormones are, make your own? Are you looking at my tits right now? No. Are you, I feel like you're checking me out right now. In my, <laughs> in my mind. In oh my, my god. In my, in my mind palace. Doug, I'm, playing, just, I'm playing Polly Pocket with you in my mind palace. Doug, I know you're gay, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, you want, yeah. Uh, does like, you want the blue shoes or the red shoes? Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I would try to look like a female, I guess. I'd be Finster levels. Okay. See, I- Although my hair, I don't even know what. I, I'd have to wear a wig. Really? Uh-huh. You couldn't let it grow? I'm losing it. Oh, shit. You, right. You ever seen a bald woman? Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. That's why Chris Rock got slapped. <laughs> you beat me to it. G.I. <laughs> Jane Ho. That's an actual disorder she has. That's fucked up. <laughs> but it's... You know what's really fucked up is she uh-huh. claims alopecia, which she does have, but she has a less severe version of it that really kind of only affects her eyebrows and, like, body hair. She uh-huh. chooses to Dude, be as bald as she, she is. She shaves it. Like, the, her, her hair grown out is not as bad as she makes it out to be. Gotcha. Um, but even still, I mean, I'd be one bald-ass woman. I mean, it can work. Can I have a beard? Can I be a woman with a beard? Can I be the bearded lady? Seth, it would be transphobic of you not to have a beard that's right that's right you have to accept me as the pretty princess i am <laughs> this is a Fuck. this is a pretty princess beard that's a feminine dick <laughs> that's a that's a womanly penis girl cop <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh shit yeah um well that was quite a thought experiment we just had yeah in a world where everyone's trans, which means no one's trans. Yeah, I would say for my money, I would probably want to. Uh, I would want to go Tilda Swinton mode. What does that mean? Tilda Swinton. You just want to look like her. Yeah, that's the kind of trans I'd want to be. Just like very androgynous, like you already are androgynous. A, a certain like, very stern, sharp, severe beauty. Yeah. Plus, I'd be really good at acting if I was a Tilda Swinton type. <laughs> Dude, I don't think acting comes Tilda, from your looks. It, 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 acting is mostly looks. I think. Why are there no ugly people in Hollywood, dude? You just have to shave your uh, facial hair, and you're already androgynous. Well, thank you. You have those great cheekbones, you know. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, Doug. 
But yeah, you heard, um, speaking of royalty, American royalty, um... I was? Well, you were saying, like, Pretty Little Princess. Yeah, yeah, My Pretty Princess. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking... You're taking some liberties. <laughs> You're taking some liberties here. Well, I'm a libertarian, so I take, okay. I, gotta, yeah, I take all the liberties I can get. I don't know if you're that. I, I don't know what you are. But um, to sort of shoehorn this in for some American royalty, so to speak, mm-hmm. I'm kind of coming around on Hunter Biden. He might not be all as bad yeah, as Yeah, see, I, I was interested in this because to you, he was like the shittiest little shithead. I'm just curious about what changed your opinion. Yeah, well, I've been listening to some really good coverage on him that's kind of opened my eyes to what shit was really kind of like for him. Um, And the long and short of it, to paint in really broad strokes here, is that he was, like, fucked from the jump, dude. Like, sent a, like, family all in politics, so, like, what real relationships did he have with any of them? Sent away to elite boarding schools that were full of drugs and molestation. Uh, could never really hack it anywhere he went, and he was always getting, you know, covered. Like, he never faced any adversity, so he didn't have any chance to grow that, like, people like you and me would have. Right. And a lot of his drug use was not because necessarily a desire to be doing drugs, um, but his addiction... Acting out or something? Like, his addiction was a symptom of his deeper emotional problems. And I think... That, um, some of the other stuff that it initially looked like, like, doesn't really actually, like, when you start digging into it, doesn't really seem like he was into kids like we thought. Kind of just trapped in this cycle of drug abuse and then trying to get better and, you know, the family intervening on him and then he would try for a little bit and then get looped back in that addiction cycle. Not to say that I didn't lead him to some sketchy places. Like, who, who, what normal good person... That doesn't have any problems going on. Uh, as soon as their brother dies, he starts fucking his wife. Like, that's not a that's not a good normal thing to do. That's not what the fuck he did that. Yeah, I will say that is an old biblical thing to do, though. Well, yeah. Uh, I think Judah. You remember? You know who Judah is? And the whale. That's Jonah. Oh my bad. You fucking dumbass. Hey, I ain't been to Sunday school in a while. You know who Judah is? He's the son of uh, son of Ab- uh, not Abraham Jacob. And he's also the father of later King David, who is also the ans- the ancestor of Yeshua, whose day it is today. Because the Messiah is supposedly from the line of David. And supposedly Jesus is from that line. Okay. And David comes from the line of Judah. Uh, Judah had a, had a bunch of sons. I don't remember how many. He, his first one died, and the wife of the son went to the brother. And then, because, like, you have to continue on the line, so you have to take your brother's wife, and then he died, and it kept going, and then eventually she became, like, she dressed up like a harlot. She wasn't actually, right, but she dressed up like one to fuck Judah. Oh, To, like, have something. I don't remember. I don't remember the full story. It's kind of crazy. But that was, like, a thing to do back then, to be with your brother's wife. So... I mean, the times are a-changing. Times have changed a lot, and I don't think it's okay anymore. <laughs> I don't think well, that... who knows, dude? History repeats. We might be coming back around to that era. Now, if it's, like, royalty, it might be kind of something to do. Like, if Prince whoever dies, and then I gotta do whatever. Well, if Harry dies, I don't think anyone's trying to get up on Meghan Markle. 
No. I don't, I don't think the juice is worth the squeeze with that broad. <laughs> a little too much drama, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, that's kind of gross, the way you said the juice is worth the squeeze. <laughs> it's a common saying. Is it? It is a very common okay, saying, Okay, yes. understood. Understood. Not in my circles, but maybe in yours. <laughs> my circle is like two people. It's it's a line. Oh, I remember what I wanted to talk about, though. Okay. But I do want to... We need to put a pin in the thread on Hunter Biden. I mean, that's kind of all there is. I'm saying, like, he's a very tragic figure. That, that maybe there was more going on to him than, we, than was lit on. And that probably some of the things we thought initially were more smut on his name than actual fact. Okay. Um, what I was thinking of is more of, like, a conceptual ideas type of thing. I've been reading a lot about British literature... And that includes history, because mm-hmm. you you can't talk about British literature without context of the times it was written in. Yeah, like you're not going to understand Oliver Twist if you don't know what uh, the start of the Industrial Revolution was like in Britain. Right, stuff like that. Um, anyway, uh, when you think of like the Enlightenment and Restoration in Britain, and Restoration refers to when the monarchy came back. Mm. Uh, you know, the ideas that the Founding Fathers had. Like, this is around the time of the Founding Fathers. Okay. Like, the ideas they had were very popular back then. And it was because of this, like, there, there sort of became a freedom of press. Censorship stopped. And people started spreading these ideas of, like, human liberty and individual rights and all this kind of stuff. And it became very popular. And, and it became a thing. And, and it has really worked out for us. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? Like, I mean, those ideas are really good. To some, I would, I would say, and now I feel like there's a new set of ideas coming out, like like the things that we want to talk about and the like society as a society and like the press and what we what we deem as what needs to change and stuff changes, and the stuff right now about oh, this stuff is just I'm like, have we gone backwards? Like, is this stuff that we're talking about? Like, like, I feel like it's nowhere near the level that it was back then. Well, sure. Um, can you point me, like, because I know what I want to say about this, but, like, what are you thinking of specifically that I could maybe run with? See, I don't... I tried to come up with specific examples, but I don't really know. Like, like back then, you know, it was the ideas that we have in our Constitution, like separation of church and state, you know, no censorship, the freedom of the press. Um... You know, having the pursuit of happiness and all that stuff, like the freedom. And of course it was restricted to males with property back then, but now it's come to everyone. At least it's supposed to have come to everyone. Um, so I think like all the stuff about rights is good, right? Like trans people should be treated as people, even though, you know, whatever. And then like gay people should be able to get married and all that kind of stuff. Like there's nothing wrong with any of that. But then there's some of this other stuff where it feels like they're trying to censor us and whatever else. and You know what I mean? Well, sure. I think a lot of censorship these days uh, is done through not like societal means, but through corporate means. Like, yeah, I feel like think the, of, think well, of um, best example right off the top of my head, YouTube Adpocalypse, where <clears throat> there was certain controversies with certain creators that led to advertisers being like, you either 
make the platform friendly for our advertisement because we don't want our brand associated with this content or we pull our advertisements in there for the our old money. channel gets demonetized yeah well the the company as a whole like because it's not just about it wasn't just ad apocalypse wasn't just about the channels right it was about the whole site and like like pepsico coca-cola they came to youtube and google and they were like we are pulling our ads from your entire site we are not partnering with your site at all unless it is friendly this is something that we consider ad friendly right something that we actually which i feel like is weird because like i remember during that time the stuff that like tv was putting out was worse mm-hmm. and yet they were ads on the on the cable stuff well the same flip side of that though is that's legacy media it's trusted yeah and you know it's already all tied together like it's all, it's all shell games. It's all just these people that already have so much money finding ways to move it around. Uh, the problem when it comes to independent media, stuff that you would get off of YouTube or like we're doing right now, is that... Yeah, please advertise with us. Come on, guys. You know you want to. We just had, yeah. a, we just had a, the best ever debut week for an episode. Um, so true. Cannot thank you guys enough. Please continue to listen, support, like, and share. Tell your friends. Um, this is a call to action. But <laughs> yeah. Back on the topic, though. Yeah. Uh, the thing with new media, independent media, is that uh, not only do they not... I mean, they don't have money in the game to where they can control narratives like they can with legacy media. And so they don't have any vested interest in it. And the fact that there are new narratives, potentially more true narratives than what is represented in legacy media... Um, threatens their entire game because like i mean when you start digging into shit in a certain way like i have zero faith in politics or the political process at all anymore because once once i learned that it's just all money like that's how laws get passed that's how you sound marxist right now that's how money that's how politicians get picked like sure you might be able to get noticed grassroots but eventually the men in black suits uh, they come to you behind closed doors and they say congratulations on um, getting into office uh, we picked you we influenced this with our dark money and our super packs and um, now we're going to cut you in on the game and you're going to do what we say that's real and true and anyone who doesn't play that game doesn't last very long and that's how i know aoc is compromised because how long has she been in office at this point she survived multiple elections <laughs> her hands are just as dirty as the rest of them only wow. reason only reason Bernie is able to last as long as he did and maintain the politics that he's had is fucking Vermont. There's like 12 people there. <laughs> it, 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 it doesn't matter that much in the grand scheme of things. That entire state is propped up by Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> what a shade thrown into Vermont. Which is cool. Yeah, you can, you can go up there and be fat and gay. <laughs> you can be a woman that doesn't shave. I remember that was a thing from Vermont. They're super liberal up there. Oh, yeah. Well, that's probably where I'll retire, but... Cool. Nice. That's like the opposite of everyone. Everyone goes to Florida. I kind of... I was ranting there. I need to get back to the point, but I don't remember what it is. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Oh, yeah. The new ideas and censorship. I mean, so, yeah, obviously things are going to be censored. Uh, particularly as those in power are encroaching on new media. It's more important, it's now more than ever more important that people like you and me 
uh, continue to put out the kind of content that we put out where we talk frankly and honestly about what's actually going on. Because you're not getting the truth anywhere else, folks. I know we tell you not to take this seriously, but, um, you know, just parse through it and figure out which parts you need to take seriously because we're dropping some truth bombs on you. Yeah, like, I'm interested to see what, what these the, the new era, like, because I feel like times have changed. I'm just curious to see, like, what this new era of ideas are. It's hard to put a pin on it right now. Um, but it doesn't seem like it's that important. Like, it doesn't seem like the ideas they're bringing up that have been brought up are, like, really... Yeah. As quite as... Uh, profound. As profound as, like, what the old ideas were. I think a lot of that speaks to the fact that... And this kind of ties back to last week's episode with Gamergate. Um, it's probably because poor people have a voice now. Oh, a little bit. <laughs> but, um, Everyone with the fucking computer access, internet access, can talk. No, really, it's we're, we're kind of living in a post-truth world at this point, especially over the past decade. And it's less about the actual fact of the matter, the concrete, empirical truth, and about it's more about which side you're on and figuring out who the good and the bad guys are and making sure that you're a good guy and that the good guys win. You know? That kind of goes back to what we talked about earlier. Yeah. Harry Potter wants to kill Voldemort. It's just like the most young adult lit brain bullshit. I fucking hate it here. Um, but you know what? I, don't, I can't be anywhere else. This is the timeline. <laughs> yeah, it is. Born too late to whatever, explore, whatever. Born too late to explore the earth. Born too early to explore the stars. Born, born just, just in time, time to browse dank memes. <laughs> it's whatever Tony said the other episode. I don't remember exactly. <clears throat> so, born too late to own property. Born too <laughs> too soon to explore the universe. Oh, <laughs> I remember. But yeah, it's just. Honestly, the whole post-truth thing has exhausted me to the point where I have a hard time caring about a lot of shit. I feel you on that, dude. Apathy is my friend. It's like, and I'll say it like this. Um, listener, it's going to sound kind of sketchy at first, but just hang in there with me. Holy shit! But, like, I completely disengaged from any kind of, like, leftism or left politics or even liberal politics when the little catchphrase buzzword... Uh, came out of, like, trans women or women. Like, that ignores empirical truth. I get what you're trying to say, which is, you know, respect gender identity and all of that. But it's a different thing. Otherwise, there wouldn't be different words for it. You know? Do do whatever you want to do, because that doesn't affect me how you live your life, but, like, let's not ignore reality. And I'm like... And you just see that more and more, of just, like, all these positions cropping up of, like... We're missing the point. We're completely reframing this around, like, not even morals, just am I, am I being seen as good? Am I getting people to Virtue like, signaling. Am I, virtue signaling, exactly. Mm-hmm. And you see the same thing on the right. And so, yeah, kind of hard to well, care about any of it. Because hard to, hard fact truth, the left and the right are all controlled by one thing. They just, they're just picking two sides so that people fight each other and not notice what's going on. Yeah. But we're not going to get into all that right now. <laughs> yeah, so what we're trying to say is uh, stop caring and start calling your friends gay for fun. <laughs> 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 oh, 
That's so fucked up. <laughs> 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 yeah, stop caring about what they tell you to think. Just be like, ah, oh, you're fucking gay. <laughs> but like 90s gay, come on. Yeah. As long as you're not making it a hate crime, that's fine. And if someone tells you to stop, obviously be respectful. But then yeah. maybe stop hanging out with them because they're probably not that cool. <laughs> Oh God! Okay, we, we, yeah. yeah. Uh, Holy oh, shit! Yeah, it's your fault. Not again. Parting shots, please, quickly, okay. quick. <laughs> no, no. Um, all right. Yeah, I think I kind of said it all. I really do. I wanted to stay home today and not even go to Easter dinner because I'm obsessed with Risk and Rain Two right now. I know I'm. Um, th- I know I'm three years late to that party, but I'm having so much fun. Didn't we talk about that the Maybe. other day? Now I think on the show. Not on the show. I think we talked about it like just in our own time. It has relit my spark for video games. Because we talked about like a third person roguelike. Yeah. And then you were and then I and you were talking about Risk of Rain and I was like, I thought that was a 2D platformer. Which anyway. I was wrong. Risk of Rain one, 2D platformer. Two, 3D roguelike. So what I said was right about Risk of Rain being the 2D platformer. I was right, right? Like I remembered it yeah. correctly. But then the one that I showed you the crab thing Dude, no, was like... No, the one I showed you, the Risk of Rain I showed you, no. 2D threequel. It's the third installment of the series and went back to 2D. So we were both right. Doctor? Fucking hell. Doctor! 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 Uh, yeah. My thing is kind of what he said. Don't let people tell you what to think. Think for yourself. Open your third eye, brother. Stay woke. <laughs> And with that, as always, drink enough water, get enough sleep, and most importantly, kiss me with your ass.